Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hi, this is Larry Post, Senior Tax and Planning Advisor at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. In today's episode of Tax Talk, I wanted to follow up with a previous Tax Talk uh, podcast that I put out regarding cryptocurrencies and the importance of calculating your gains and losses and keeping track of your basis. Today, I wanted to go a little further and talk a little bit about what we consider NFTs or non-fudgeable tokens and how those differ from fungible tokens or fungible assets or cryptocurrencies as we're all familiar with. So what is the difference and what are the taxes and ramifications that I need to think about? So understand fungible assets or fungible tokens can be readily exchanged. If I own a Bitcoin, I can exchange that for another Bitcoin. They're worth the same value. No problem. But a non-fungible token cannot be exchanged for something else because it has its own properties and can never be exchanged with another thing directly. So consider a painting, right? So it's an original. You can take a picture of that painting. You can buy a copy of it. But there's only going to be one original painting. So non-fungible tokens, assume you have a digital picture or a video or something that is unique. That is really like a digital currency. It's unique. And those digital tokens are the certificates of ownership for that virtual asset. Like, who owns it? So, how do they work? So, NFTs will allow people to store real-world information, but identifying who owns it. Imagine having your diploma from your college or high school graduation put on the blockchain as a digital document, and it's recognized worldwide. You'd never have to get it notarized. You'd never have to have your college or high school send your transcript to somebody. Why? Because there would be a digital version of that that is on the blockchain that's been verified already. And there's only one of them. So the big difference with non-fungible tokens is they are one-of-a-kind items. So an asset with equal value is considered a fungible token. So each Bitcoin, Litecoin, Dogecoin, they're pegged to the same value. And non-fungible tokens are not all the same value. So let's talk a little bit more in detail and what the tax ramifications are. But imagine this coming about with artists, musicians, sports fans, celebrities who want to buy and sell original creations. This is where we see the rise of non-fungible tokens, where somebody's inventing something, somebody's creating something and selling it, or an investor is just looking at buying and trading NFTs for profit. So again, as I said, a non-fungible token is a digital certificate of ownership that's put built on the blockchain, typically using Ethereum. They have a unique value, can't be duplicated. Biggest example I can think of is the NBA Top Shots. It's an online collection trading platform selling moments in NBA history. Very popular, but you can buy and sell them. You can create them. But understand that every sale and transaction around NFTs has a tax implication. You cannot just do this 
and buy something, sell something, create something and sell it without tax ramifications. And that's the key here. So they're going to use the same tax laws as cryptocurrencies. So understand that we're going to use the same tax laws that people have been talking about with uh, Bitcoin being the most popular. So the most common activities that you will see with non-fungible tokens are this. Number one, selling a non-fungible token for cryptocurrency. Number two, purchasing a non-fungible token with cryptocurrency. And three, trading a non-fungible token for another. So those are kind of three activities, and let's talk about those. So let's consider the person who creates a non-fungible token, an artist, a musician, creates something and then sells it. This is a taxable event, right? So creating it is an event, no different than an artist in the past or a musician creating music. It's when they sell that music or art that creates a taxable event. So let's assume you sell something on a marketplace, a non-fungible token. When you sell it, you have to pay taxes on the profit, right? Your cost of creation may be zero. It may have some basis. You may have had to create the music and pay some recording studio, whatever it is. You have some cost basis and now you're selling it. And it's basically like in selling inventory. You'll be taxed as ordinary income. You may have self-employment tax on that income. And basically it's your basis, your cost of that creation. And now you have a typically a fungible token, a cryptocurrency, and that's how you're being paid. Pretty straightforward. But let's talk about investors, right? So imagine purchasing a non-fungible token using a fungible token like Ethereum. So I'm going to go out, I'm going to buy a non-fungible token, but I'm going to use my cryptocurrency. Okay? When you do that, the use of the cryptocurrency constitutes a disposal of that currency, creating a capital gain or loss. Why? I bought that cryptocurrency at a certain dollar amount. I have a basis, and now it has a different value. And I'm going to use that value to purchase a non-fungible token, a digital art, digital music, whatever I'm buying, a sports moment, whatever I'm buying, I'm using my cryptocurrency, which has a different value than when I purchased it. That creates a capital gain or loss, depending on whether it was short term or long term. Okay. Now, imagine selling a non-fungible token for another one. You buy some non-fungible token using Ethereum, and then a few months later, you sell that non-fungible token and get back Ethereum. So again, when you purchased it, you may have had a cryptocurrency gain of loss. You now have a gain of loss in the transaction of selling the non-fungible token. Okay, so trading one for another, they both have value. And you're going to trade one for another, you created a taxable event. Or you could sell the non-fungible token that you purchased in the past and get cryptocurrency back. And again, you have a capital gain. Why? You're going to sell this non-fungible token that has a cost basis to you, and you're going to sell it for value, the receipt of the fungible token or cryptocurrency. Again, again. So understand that all these transactions have gains and loss implications. The IRS at this point has not taken a formal stance on the tax treatment of this. It could have the same treatment as of today of cryptocurrency, i.e. long-term or short-term capital gains. But there is a possibility that the IRS could say this is treated just like stamps, antiques, trading cards, and those get taxed as a collectible. 
with a rate of 28% instead of the 15 or 20% long-term capital gain. Again, that's only if it's long-term. If it's short-term, it's all going to be taxed as ordinary income. So understand that there are a lot of transactions that could take place in dealing with these non-fungible tokens. It is not a tax-free transaction. It is not to be ignored. And it's very important if you're going to deal in these non-fungible tokens that you keep track of your basis and all your transactions. You can do it in different types of apps that are out there. Coinbase is a very popular one used for fungible tokens. But there are other apps out there that will allow you to record your transactions in non-fungible tokens. So look at what you're doing. Explore different apps. If you want, if you're not a lot of transactions, a spreadsheet may be fine, but you do need to keep track of all these activities and they are reportable. So I hope this helps. Uh, It probably raises more questions in some circumstances than others, but I wanted to put everybody on notice out there that the IRS is looking. They realize that these transactions are up and coming and there's going to be a lot more of them. So please be safe out there. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.